0: I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered, the podcast dedicated to all things younger. Last night was the season finale, and in true Younger fashion, we were left with a giant lingering question to ponder from now until the next season begins. Uh, What is Liza going to say to Charles' proposal? Here to go deeper into the episode and answer all my other questions is Charles Brooks himself. It's Peter Herman. Hi.
1: Hi. Thank
0: you for joining me.
1: (laughs) Thanks for having me back.
0: Um, it's been a minute, I think. It's been it's been a
1: long <laughs> minute. It's been a long, sweaty summer minute.
0: Well, you know, it was the hottest.
1: What this ah. season? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, thank you for signing me up for that.
1: Super hot. <laughs> that was good. You know, what was the hottest. I like, the, I like the sizzle sound effect. Okay, okay, so,
0: Peter, season six is a pretty big deal. I mean, so much happened. Finally, the secret is out, out.
1: Out, I mean, out, out.
0: And yeah. um, we, uh, you proposed last night to Liza, so yeah. uh, hello. So we've got a lot to unpack here. But okay. first things first, just in general, what have you learned over the past six seasons of this show?
1: what have i learned you mean in my life <laughs> and what if anything have you learned over the past six seasons you know i'll tell you, you know what i've learned i've learned uh, that we're just the luckiest people to be working together the sort of intuitive affection that we had out of the gate has proved to be so deeply right and justified and gets deeper with every season. With we, every we, season. Yeah. We just like working together, which is really nice.
0: Just to reiterate, that's a very rare thing, right? Like every single like TV cast and TV show is not necessarily a love fest the whole time through, especially by season six.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I I haven't worked on that many. Sh- I haven't worked on any show this long, so I can't say, well, the other, you know, <laughs> the other 10 shows that went seven seasons, they were like this. I, I haven't. But this is going to be if I was going to say when Younger ends, if Younger ever I ends, like if. If, if Younger ever ends, this is going to be a tough act to follow in terms of tone and mood and level of affection on set. I do have to say that I think so much depends on who is at number one on the call sheet. You know, you have a very specific, and you have a fantastic tone at SVU, yeah, uh, because of Mariska, um, you know, and everybody else there. But it does depend on uh, number one does set a tone, and with us, Sutton sets an incredible tone uh and and not and that sounds so that's an incredible tone sounds so sounds so uh you know a little too official but she's just a she's a good egg and it trickles down
0: what are the the traits that you would say she has that are a reason for her being you know setting the tone well is it mm. like she's like prepared is she just happy is she goofy what are the things
1: well she's not just any of those you know it's a uh, she is preposterously prepared. Mm. There, there is that. So you're working with a consummate professional and she used to know, I've said this before, she used to know not only her own lines but everybody's lines, right? She used to know the entire script um, and then she became a mom so now she only knows hers impeccably because um, <laughs> she has a little less time. Um, if she is ultra prepared, then nobody else feels like they have a right not to be. And then I think that she is much, and she brings so much of this to Liza, she is an optimist, not a not thought out optimist, not a blind, not a blind optimist. It is a thought through, and I would say even hard won optimism. And I think that that's a very special thing in a person. And she's incredibly funny. Um, and so, we, you know, the, the laughter comes down from above. So, yeah, we all feel very, very lucky. Peter, you're sweet. Right back at you.
0: And very handsome, I just want to say. Right back at <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, so, Peter, why do you think the show continues to resonate with fans season after season, even as it's evolved past the initial premise?
1: Um, there's some. Thing super good in the recipe that that's and and there, there are a lot of there are a lot of things I can name mm-hmm. um, that I think all combine to make the show what it's become and then there's just some kind of fantastic pixie dust on it that I think we can't quite name mm-hmm. um, and I think that has a lot to do with it uh, I, I think that the parts of it that I can name are that you know I'll start from the top top I think that Darren. Has his you know uncanny ability to put his finger on the cultural pulse, Seriously. where he you know ages him of the moment. All right, let's let's put a forty year old in the world of millennials and explore that and everything that comes with it. And off he goes. Uh, and and it's and it's funny because you know talking to him, you look at you look at nine zero two one zero, you look at Melrose Place, you look at Sex in the Seven, especially Sex in the City. And oh yeah. Like, My God, this man just does nothing but sling. Success after success out into the world, and and so much that he's done hasn't gone. No, you know, it hasn't worked. It's in, but you don't hear about those. But it, I think that's so great to know that he he tries stuff and it doesn't go. Wait, it doesn't.
0: Um, I thought yeah, I might have touched that. It was all pre- yeah, perfect. yeah. It, it's
1: not. It's pretty much everything. But there, but there are a couple of projects where he's like, yeah, that didn't go. I wish that had gone. And. Um, and so I just, just to reassure myself that um, <laughs> <laughs> he's human it's so nice to know, um, and I think that he holds the show very dear. I think all of our writers hold the show very dear. Oh, so I think much. we have intensely talented writers who work v- very generously and beautifully with us and very generously and beautifully with each other. I've certainly have never had this kind of relationship with the writers' room, that we have here and then In terms of a cast, what we were just talking about, this group of people that really likes each other and roots for each other in life. Uh, And I think that we hold what we have very dear. And we believe that we have something very special. And I think that that's somehow uh, when our fantastic fans talk to us, somehow – I get the sense that that comes across. It does. They, they hold it and, and, and experience it with as much affection, with the same affection that we make it with.
0: Totally. It, it, it comes through the television screen or the iPad or whatever, you or your phone.
1: The television screen back in
0: 1970. Yes, and
1: in my the, household. But, yes. <laughs> when I adjust the antenna in my living room and get TV land.
0: But yeah. my God, it's like I, I feel as a fan watching, it's like you guys are our friends. You guys are our family. And that translates because that's what you guys feel.
1: It's funny. I was watching this show and I start rooting for people. It stresses me out to watch and I know what happens. Who it's are you rooting for? All sorts of people. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, and I think that's probably why I don't watch more television than I do because I find it so stressful. I get way too involved. <laughs> I do. I get, I get way too invested.
0: I get, you know, body chills? Yes. I get that every time I watch an episode of Younger. Wow. And then I normally cry. <laughs> and I love it. Uh speaking of rooting, why do you think fans root for Charles?
1: You know, I'll 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 tell you why I root for him, you know, on the on the theme of of shared rooting. Mm-hmm. Um Shared rooting, that sounds like a euphemism for something that's like something super dirty on younger <laughs> that I would have to look up like in the Millennial Urban Dictionary. Totally. Sh- that's something that, that like Josh would say, shared. Do you want to root share? Total Josh. <laughs> Total Josh. Watch, it'll, it'll, I just put it out into the world, right? Now, Season and seven. And off it goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Season
1: seven. Oh my God, they were totally root sharing. So why do, I don't know how I got there. off. Oh yes, root, share, yes. So th- I share the rooting for Charles that fans do, but uh, the reason that I root for him is because I think... I think that he is a person who is slowly finding his way in love and finding his way in life. And I think that he he seems very much put together and he has his life in order. Um, and yet there are things that, especially with matters of the heart, mm-hmm. where uh, he is used to treading very, very carefully, but here he has leapt out into the unknown with this fantastic woman and hopes so deeply that it will go right with her and that he will do right by her. Mm-hmm. And I think that he, uh, I think one of the beautiful things about the show is that he is... The characters, they're hopeful people who are not dampened by this reflexive cynicism that that is so pervasive in this day and age that we don't even hear it anymore. I think that ultimately... Here you have this character of Liza. Your brain would not be receiving oxygen if you didn't root for (laughs) Liza Liza Miller. I mean, please. So everybody roots for her and wants her to win. And I think that if they see a character who who recognizes in her that light and that beauty and everything that is great about her, then I think viewers are going to be on that character's side.
0: And that's you. Um, You've seen it since the very beginning.
1: To the credit of the writers, I think they, they wrote a beautiful character in Charles and very fun to play.
0: So we can all see how... You, Peter, and Charles are similar. Uh, you're both intellectual, sophisticated, thoughtful, and oh-so-charming. How are you— Wait, I'm you... sorry. I didn't hear that. And oh-so-charming. Sorry. It's on the
1: mic. It's weird. <laughs> oh-so-charming? Oh, oh, sorry. Now I got it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. How, Thank you.
0: How do you uh, differ from him?
1: You know— I... I don't walk around in three-piece suits on a daily basis. I'm certainly, in terms of the way that I walk out the door, not, not nearly as put together as he is. One of the things that I like about him is I think that he has this, I hate the word rectitude, but, but rectitude I'm, I'm also sounds, t- uh, sounds, sounds, sounds like you're like at the doctor's office. Hi, can I check your rectitude? Um, can you just I'm like, cough? Peter, I'm check what are we talking about here? But, but, rectitude, <laughs> rec, but it is a word, and I say that he has moral Rectitude, but uh, rectitude what's is just such what's the that word? Please, rectitude please, please. it's the same word as like for beauty, comeliness. <laughs> like I mean, it's the worst word if someone's comely, they're beautiful.
0: Thank you <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's horrible. Yep.
1: but however, I do admire Charles's moral rectitude, and I think that <laughs>
0: I love you.
1: See, this is like my answer to the millennial slang that I don't understand, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah. This is the the old people <laughs> grammatical ridiculousness. The, I don't not know even what grammatical, standing but standing anyway.
0: means. But um, I know what rectitude exactly,
1: means. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh shit, oh God, I, I, I'm like make note. Look up standing. Um, back to the moral rectitude. Yes. Um, yes, I think that he is a a moral man. It was interesting in this at the beginning of the season where he. Goes off with Zane, yeah, right. And on the one hand, I say yes. I understand that he went off on, the, and that he wanted so deeply to start something that a, was of, his. A, that was his of his own. But it was interesting to play it because me, Peter, I was like, oh my god, just tell her,
0: right. And also like Charles would never.
1: Charles would never. And and yet, and it's interesting when I when I said, my god, Charles would never. And and it was funny because I actually she uh, said this to t- to Mariska, and she said, you know what? What a director once said to me when I said, my God, my character would never and in her case with, you know, with with Olivia Benson, she said and she said the director would say, yes, but would she today? Um, and it was such a good answer. And I think that, like, if somebody said to me, let's say 10 years ago, 20 years ago, laid out the things that I would do over the next 20 years, I guarantee you that there would be a basket full of things where I would say, oh, gee, I would never. That's totally out of character for me. Not, not that. That's a, So I think that I have an totally. overdeveloped sense, and we all have an overdeveloped sense of the consistency of our own character. And I, in a sense, I have an overdeveloped sense in the consistency of Charles's character. And, and that is why th- we, we do things that are out of the character, out of the realm of what we would like to believe they are. Um, and that was, that was an example of that, uh, uh, that at the beginning of the season. Something that, in a sense, was out of character for him, but absolutely human.
0: Well, Charles has been following everybody else's rules his whole life. And this season, he's following Charles's rules.
1: Yes, and when you do that for the first time, you're not necessarily going to be an expert at it.
0: Okay, so in the finale, Charles said something about how much he and Liza have been through. Yes. And how it's all deepened his love for her. Yes. I know it's a big old love fest on the younger set. So Mm -hmm. do these long shoot days and all the ups and downs of production connect you guys even more?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We all go to pieces with each other. Yeah. And, and you, you kind of get yourselves and you get each other through the day. Uh, probably one of my favorite things that I will take away from this show after season 25 um, <laughs> is, uh, is the blooper reels. Which I love. They're so uh, good. They make me so happy. So that gives you a sense of, of what our work day is like. And yeah, the work days are long and, and, and all of that. But uh, man, they are fun problems to have. Like a long day on the set of Younger is a, a really, really nice problem to be dealing with
0: that long days when you start laughing and then it takes 45 hours to stop yes
1: that, that, there, there was one which was which was a, a little bit of sort of alternate reality breakdown for me uh, it was so bad I was still laughing in, in the in the van on the way home <laughs> it was still so much in my body that I that it just my body was just shaking and, and I just couldn't come back <laughs> but, but that's okay but that's okay
0: do you remember what that incident was oh very
1: much so okay oh oh god yeah yeah oh my god I'm, should I tell do you, um, it, please, oh, please, um, <laughs> 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 and it's it's funny because now when Hillary and I work together, we both when we start laughing, we're like no, 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 don't don't go there, don't <laughs> you know it was at the it was at the Higa party. It was a guy who walked up to me and he pitched a like an alternate telling of the Christopher Columbus story, and he's like so he goes to Queen Isabella, like but. But she's a man or something like (laughs) that, just something so off the wall and something just slipped some like like if it was the Matrix, like the black cat walked across my brain twice. It was just (laughs) wrong and like tripped a wire and suddenly everything was funny. And we just couldn't (laughs) – could not bring it back. And then you have this moment where every time you look at each other, you know that all they're looking for is whether you're going to break. And you're looking for whether they know that you know. And it was probably 45 minutes. And I ended up walking off the set and just convulsing. Um, (laughs) I mean sort of in half tears, half laughter offset to, like, bring myself back. And because it's funny for, like, a minute. Like, oh, my God, someone broke. And then it's, like, five minutes. It's like, okay, okay, let's go. And then, like, 15 minutes in, the producers are, like, uh-huh. let's go. <laughs> this is <fun>. really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's just so wrong, which makes everything funnier.
0: Church laugh, you it's know? church
1: laugh. It's so bad. <sighs> anyway, it was sensational. Plus, I was wearing this, like, Four inch thick, like Bikram yoga sweater. Oh, it was with a turtleneck. Oh my God. It was horrible uh, and fantastic. It was great. So,
0: you and Hillary clearly have a bond. You yes. Know, I mean, over the seasons. Yeah. Um, and when you do scenes together. But in this season, and specifically this episode, we get to see a little bit more of Charles and Kelsey's relationship, mm-hmm. which is really, honestly, you guys had a very sweet exchange yeah. in this episode. How was it to shoot these heartfelt scenes with Hillary? And uh, before the season, that really hasn't happened before.
1: Yeah, we haven't we haven't had that much together. And I, uh, I mean, she's so she's f- absolutely fantastic to work with on a level of just working together and 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 making a show together. And I think she is. Uh she brings so much so much so much she's to this a, character she's so um brave. and and I think that she's so in the moment she's not a you know there are people who like have have they think the big picture they're like up at thirty thousand feet looking at the big picture of things and yes and the implications of things, and that's not her Mm-mm. very instinctual intuitive um I love the way that she inhabits that. I think that Hillary is that way too, and i I find it so remarkable just the amount of stuff that she has done in her life. It's unbelievable. She is so accomplished and I think so sort of fluidly poised, not rigid and curious in her life. And I think that's really cool. And, I, and then, and then I, you know, when you look up videos of her singing, she's a rock star. I know. She's, she's like a, she's like a pop, star pop star in front of thousands of people. I
0: know. The talent yeah. is
1: endless. The talent is endless.
0: We got also in this episode the first younger wedding to completion.
1: To completion. <laughs> yes, yes. To completion. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, you shot many party scenes over the years, over yes. the seasons. But did shooting this wedding feel any different?
1: It did. I think um, seeing anybody in a wedding dress is, oh God, it's so it's just so beautiful. It's the best. I think that chris is is uh oh. I th- and talk about a moral rectitude um, you know, I think that he is he's sort of the moral center of the show, the unadorned, uncomplicated moral center of the show and I, and I really um he simply is who he is and I, I love that character of enzo and and I love seeing them look at each other oh. and this and this beautiful, very simple, not in the pejorative sense of uh, of unsophisticated but simple as in clean and uncomplicated uh, his look uh, that just brings diana peace and to her own peace yeah yeah.
0: so of course the season ended with a major cliffhanger yes it's the younger way after all
1: it's the younger way you know yeah yeah yes
0: do you ever across the writers to find out what's going to happen and where the story's going to go they
1: don't know
0: i know they
1: don't know i mean i think that they have they have some idea but they don't know i think it's funny because we all still get nervous around Darren. We I all, know. We all, it's so we, funny. We just – it's like the headmaster. It's like the when, boss. You, when you – it's like the boss. boss. Yeah. He's the boss. the boss. It's funny because when you <laughs> – it's like when you, when you pass the headmaster in, in school. You're like, oh, God, there he is. And <laughs> the, the reason that I say that is because at the end of the first season, I sort of – Got up my courage and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go ask Darren about next season. I was like, is that a good idea? Or is that not a good idea? And my brain was like, ah, it was, it was all on fire. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna ask him just out of curiosity, you know, it like what's gonna happen next season. Um, and then his answer was like, I don't know. <laughs> just like, Stop asking me stupid questions. I don't know. We just finished this one, and I I think that that's. Part of the beauty of it is that they watch, in a sense, with all of us to see how the season evolves and to see where it will go. And I do have to say, standing outside of it and watching you know, the season unfold, I mean, my God, Josh and Liza are just maddeningly... Wonderful together. I know. good God, how does that feel um, terrible <laughs> it feels horrific no I think that that's I think it's to the credit of a the writers b Nico and Sutton that in a sense something that that felt uh really answered uh, already sort of who she was going to end up with in in a way um isn't right um and and to play out that uncanny thing not uncanny that's not the right word but just that that deep um, thing that they have between them but complicated thing um, in, in a way on the one hand very pure on the other hand complicated thing that they have between them I think is I, I love the way that they that they play
0: well yes. speaking of that and having speaking that of that you know seeing the episode Hearing yes. the way you reacted to seeing them,
1: having re- recovered from the episode. Do you have
0: your own theory for how Liza might uh, answer your question next season?
1: Do I have my own theory? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think she'll say no. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know if anyone's waving at me saying like, "No, don't say that." But I think that she'll, I think that she'll say no because I think that that she is not hasn't answered enough within herself about what she wants her life to be. Uh, to say, yes, I want to enter into this life with another person. And and I think that can also be a trap where you say like, my God, I have to get every T crossed and I dotted in my life before I share it with somebody else. That doesn't happen. Um, And you end up crossing T's and dotting I's with somebody else. Um, That's what you you open, uh, you kind of open up your own incompleteness to somebody else. Um, And to just take that, Journey. However, I think that th- there is much unanswered within her about herself, and I think that she has the moral rectitude. She has the she has the uh, the integrity to know that she, in the place where she is, is not right for Charles right now.
0: And that doesn't necessarily that, mean, I mean she's going to be with Josh. That doesn't either. N-
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, she's choosing herself. She might. Simply choose herself and then say, yes, and now, from me, grounded in who I am, Charles, I choose you. Um, I don't know if she's quite there yet.
0: And just to be clear, this is speculation. <laughs> just, just, yes, yes, just
1: to be clear, this is not like notes from the writer's room. Yeah, right. um, this, is, this is just speculation Your theory. in terms of where the, just where the show went this season. Also, Charles showed some sides this season where she could well say, huh, Maybe I don't know this person as well as I thought I did, and we need to know each other better. But I will say unequivocally that his love for her is true. It is. Well, just melt um, me into a puddle. And, and I think that with all his faults and failures and ambitions and complicated, somewhat not entirely fleshed out Relationship with with telling the truth this season to her, being honest with her. I think in in all of that imperfection and humanity, I think that he is deeply in love and pursues her with with uh, with open eyes. And I think that you know they're also two people. She has a daughter. I have two daughters. Right. So this is not a young romance. Like hey, this is you know he's looking at someone who uh, he also believes would be good in the lives of his daughters. He's
0: not thinking just for himself. He's
1: not just thinking just for himself. Yep. All speculation. All speculation.
0: All speculation, But now we're going to take an even closer look at one scene from the episode, and of course we have to talk about the proposal. Yes. We're going to do a deep dive. So first of all, can you explain what's going on in the scene and talk us through what happens?
1: Okay. Uh, So we are at Enzo's and Diana's wedding reception, and we are on the dance floor. Uh, And earlier in the episode, I have invited Liza— to vacation with us, with the girls and me, in Scotland, uh, and invited her and Caitlin. You know, there was that line that we should all get to know each other better, which I think was already then. He's he is he is uh, he's looking to join the clans, um, <laughs> the Miller and the Brooks clans, um, and um, it's already very much in in his in his thinking in his mind. And uh, then he whispers in her ear as they dance that he thinks that it's that it might not be the right time for this vacation. And she says she agrees, and she agrees for her own reasons, and I think even is, to a degree, a little bit relieved. She has just been reminded of the flame that still burns in her, the candle, the light, the whatever, that's still, that is still alive in her for the other man, Josh. And so I think that there is a bit, of a, a bit of relief in her, but then Charles answers with, it's not the right time for the trip because kids don't belong on a honeymoon. Boom, yeah. and then she pulls back, uh, and he says what he says, uh, and asks her to marry him.
0: Yee! That's that. Okay, so tell us about shooting that scene.
1: Um, all of the all of the production circumstances, they don't ever make it into into the show. But um, I love lots of takes. I, I, I'll do twenty five takes of something, <laughs> I, but you, you can't because you know you're on you're on the clock. I love doing lots of takes.
0: How many takes do you guys normally take?
1: Uh, it depends. It depends on whether I disintegrate into laughter <laughs> or not. Um, then there are lots. There are, you know, sometimes we'll, you, you bang it out in one and then uh, other times you'll, you know, five and, and more. And depends on how long uh, until you feel like you've gotten it or the director says, yes, we got it. Or um, there can be many, many, many reasons. Um, and so you got to get up in the number of takes. And this, uh, I was like, ah, Good. Sorry, I can warm up into this. And after two takes, we're like, okay, turning around. I was like, oh, my God, wait. And we just had to get out of there. Why well, We just had to get out of there. And so I was, it was interesting to actually see it in the end because you also, when you're actually there in the moment, you end up finding things that weren't necessarily there as you were leading up to that scene. It's, it's fun to find some things in the moment. Uh, so, yes, uh, very intense also because it was one of the last days of shooting, it's like senioritis and and everybody is just happy Jack sort of half off the summer vacation already uh, and you're having this very very serious scene literally in the middle of a dance floor which is ex- exactly what it sh- should have been. It's in yeah. the, it's in the middle of a wedding. Lots of life around and a very uh, and hopefully the beginning of a new life in the middle of it.
0: So, there's a lot of uncertainty and vulnerability on both Charles and Liza's faces in the final moments of the episode. I mean, look, I was I was I had to go back and watch like yours hers, they match then they don't match. It's a lot. What choices did you make as you were playing Charles in that moment?
1: Um you just watch the other person because you at that moment, you are very much trying to read the person's face who you just asked to marry you. And so I think the choice is kind of just to pay very, very close attention.
0: What do you think Charles saw on Liza's face as Peter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uncertainty.
0: When did it start to hit him? And do you think he's nervous?
1: Uh, yes. I think he knew intuitively right away. You just know. And the fact that they allowed themselves to be separated. I mean, it it happened, right? It happened. Everybody came. But if there had been a yes waiting to burst out in her, she would have said, no conga line, no dancing, nothing is going to come between us. I'm with you and will be with you forever. And she didn't say that. And so, or she could have shouted across the room, yes. But none of that came. So I think that he, he knows that there is, that there might be a yes somewhere in there, but it needs to move past a lot of obstacles if it's ever going to come out. Um, I love the way the writers constructed it where Kelsey runs up. I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so great. That's oh, great. man.
0: Well, at least there's season seven.
1: Yes. That's, no, a, that's
0: a silver lining. That's, that's a good, that's that, a good
1: that, news. That's a silver lining. At least there's season seven. Yeah, it's a good thing.
0: What a great season. What a great finale episode. I mean, really, bravo, bravo. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're going to do something that we've never done in this podcast with you because this is the finale episode of the podcast and the show. Fantastic. We want to do something a little special, so we gave fans a chance to ask you some questions of their own, and boy, did they. Okay. Oh, good God. Okay. The hashtag Team Charles Love is very strong, just so you know. So here we go. And I'm going to shout out their names because that's how we do here on the podcast. That's how we do it. That's how we do. From Madison, favorite Charles and Liza moment.
1: I think that um, there are a couple. I'll do a sort of countdown of two. One of them is in the... uh Christmas episode last season with, um, with the sound of music with her dancing and with the sound of music yes. I, I love that that whole he knows and he knows that she she knows that he I, I love that leading up to that uh, that moment outside her door in the snow I love that I think still my favorite Charles and Liza moment is from season one when they're in the townhouse together for the first time she's babysitting and he comes home and they sit there and they just talk And they talk about writers. And he has that great line, are you sure you're 26? Uh, And there's this great thing that plays across her face. And it's that, that's the beginning of the Kindle. And I thought that was, it was very, very elegantly written and really fun to play.
0: This is from, is it Nicola or Nicola?
1: She's, uh, he's a Nicola. Nicola. He's very nice. (laughs) Nicola.
0: What do you love the most about your character?
1: I think what I like about him um, is actually something that I also like about me um but it also it frustrates me about him and it also frustrates me about me is that um uh I think I think a lot.
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: No, <laughs> no but, and I enjoy that very much. I really I, I really like to think. Um and I think it's important and there is a very positive side to that and then there is a complicated side to that. That things get you, it's easy to overthink. And I think that that also exists in Charles. He's very thoughtful and then he can sometimes struggle with dropping out of his head and more into his heart. Grazie Nicola.
0: This is from Monique. Hello Monique. What was your hardest thing to do on younger?
1: There was that the one that we talked about earlier the Hugo party because I I went to pieces. But then there was the, the dance, that fantasy dance this oh, season. So good. Which was so fun. But also, you're dancing with Sutton
0: Foster.
1: Yeah. But I'll tell you that one of the coolest moments of the whole season was rehearsing for it. And we were in this tiny, tiny little storefront dance studio in Queens. But it was so great. And I was like, I'm sitting here with a choreographer and with Sutton, and we're learning this dance, uh, and we're in the middle of Queens, the middle of nowhere, and this old, worn-out floor, and it was just incredible. It's like all the cool stuff that you get to do. But it's like, oh, you know, here... Like I want to play some tennis. Oh great, go play with Nadal. You know? It's like it'll be, he'll be great to hit with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what end of the racket do I hold? You know, and so is you out there dancing with Sutton Foster who couldn't be oh, it's gonna be lovely or couldn't be more generous and unbelievably encouraging, but still. Um, level of internal turmoil high.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, from Andrea. Yes. Favorite Andrea. younger scene of all time. Any scene.
1: Probably um I think that the scene this season between Liza and Diana, between the two of them, was just exquisite. It was just exquisite. And, and, and so much history and so much hurt between the two of them or uh, from Diana. I thought it was just incredible. I'll tell you also one of the, my favorite moments ever was when Diana, after she breaks up, I can't remember the character's name but when she finally kicks him out of the house and then she leaves the house and she adjusts her rose, she has this, where's this big like next piece and her rose and yes. she just she looks in the mirror and she puts herself back together she just adjusts it and says, here I am and I, here I go back out into the world and I think it was just she played that so exquisitely beautifully so
0: empowering yeah yeah this is from melanie yes what are you learning as an actor through this show
1: i I think that that i kind of learn in life generally uh just to play to play which is always a good um yeah just in life play more
0: this is from heather hi heather do you feel Charles is the right fit for Liza? She just comes in hot.
1: Just yes or no. <laughs> yes or no. Bottom line. Like, stop with all the dithering. Stop it. Um, in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. To say so-and-so is right for so-and-so is ultimately reductive. Uh, you're right for somebody if you're willing to walk this path together, that's when you, someone's right for you. And I think that it's, it's very human to try to line up as many of the quote unquote right characteristics and check as many of the boxes as you can before you head down the path. But I'm telling you the things that in the end matter are not the checked boxes of, Heather, I'm not saying that this is the way that you really, I was going to say that like shared taste in music and this and we like to vacation in the right same place together. No, it's just what ends up mattering is so much deeper than all the stuff you try to line up before.
0: It's like the moral rectitude.
1: The the moral (laughs) rectitude, which I think that deserves its own sound effect.
0: (laughs) Um, This is from Rachel. What are you most looking forward to in the future seasons? I'm gonna put an S on that. Seasons. Seasons seasons, now that the secret is out.
1: You know, it's it's funny. This sounds very on brand, but uh the place from which I answer that question is very young in a sense. Uh and I'm just looking forward to getting back in the sandbox with everybody. Um, you know, I like being with the people that we get to make this show with.
0: Right. Peter. We're done. I'm sad. I don't want it to end. It's over. That's it. That's the season six finale of Younger, and then that would mean the finale of our podcast, Younger Uncovered, for now.
1: Wherever you are listening from right now, can you please put your hands together, not if you're driving, for Taylor Stricker.
0: Oh! <laughs> Yay! Um, Peter, thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously, working with you guys is like such an honor and a privilege
1: thank you so much see you in season 7
0: it was incredible what a great finale and you guys will be anxiously waiting all together for season 7 that's it for us we'll see you next year bye guys
1: bye bye